Hello everyone. How are you today? I hope you are doing well despite all the challenges of everyday life. Before I begin, I want to greet you first with a warm greeting of Aloha. Welcome to Gospel in the Air, a 30-minute devotional program that will inspire and encourage your daily walk with Jesus. May you be enlightened with new insights for living as the Spirit of God reveals His passion for humankind to be saved, that is, that no one should perish, but all will come to repentance. Our devotional meditation is taken from the book of Exodus in chapter 3, verses 1 through 5. And I will read to you the following verses. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the far side of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that through the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, Here I am. Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. Our devotional meditation is entitled, Moses and the Burning Bush. This is the biggest day in the life of Moses. After this great event, his life has changed completely. The Moses whom we used to know in the past is no longer the same Moses after his encounter with God. From that time on, until he finally led the Hebrew people to the promised land, he was so empowered in accomplishing the Lord's plan and purpose of saving many lives. Notice how the Lord called him. Moses was then on his tour of duty as a shepherd, tending the flock of his father-in-law in a place where nobody would ever expect to encounter God. Today, it is not surprising for anyone to expect such an encounter with God anywhere, maybe in a temple or in a church, in our workplace, or in school, to name a few. But in the case of Moses, this is a rare chance for him to meet the Lord for the first time in an uninhabited place and in unexpected circumstance. He never had any personal experience of hearing audibly the voice of God like that of Abraham or having been dreamt of him like that of Jacob. But God has a way of dealing with his chosen people. He has a way of getting their attention in such a unique way according to their different personalities. Because Moses was so preoccupied with his work, his mind was set 
to accomplish things for the day, and that was all his focus. Notice the verses we just read a while, especially verse 1 which says, He led the flock to the far side of the desert. This means his job defines his entire life. That is Moses' identity at this very moment. His status in life and name is identified with his career as a shepherd, and he cherishes that so dearly. Nothing can take that from him now, because this is where his entire livelihood depends on. In addition, we need to understand too that he's just recovering from a very dark past as a murderer and now a fugitive running away from Pharaoh. Probably, Moses is still hurting from his dark past. In his solitude, he would have probably been thinking he would have been the Pharaoh now had he lived with expectations of the palace where he once lived. In the book of Acts chapter 7, verse 22, Stephen, the first Christian martyr, beautifully described Moses' status in Egypt. This is what he said, Moses was educated in all wisdom of the Egyptians and was powerful in his speech and action. But right now, he is all alone and lonely in a vast wilderness, running away for his life as a fugitive. Poor Moses! Had he been more prudent in making good choices, for his future he would have been enjoying the splendor and riches of the palace right now than having to endure and suffer forty years miserably. Indeed, for the worldly definition of what success is all about, Moses is a total failure. He is now flat on his face to the ground. He is a fugitive, hiding in a foreign land for forty years, toiling under the scourging heat of the sun, tending to a flock which is not his own but his father-in-law. Can you see the life of Moses now? He is poor and a mere employee working under the auspices of his own father-in-law. You cannot help but empathize with him. Here is a man who lost every opportunity at the prime of his life when he was at the palace pampered by the wealth of Pharaoh in exchange of his desire to serve God. For forty years, he tasted all the wealth and glory the world can offer to the majesty of Egypt's splendor. But he chose God rather than wealth and abundance. For that, he was forced to leave Egypt, including all its splendor and glory, and now hiding as a fugitive for another forty years of his life in a foreign land. Perhaps anyone would assume that already God had forsaken him. Just come to think of it, in his solitude for forty years, and already he is now eighty years old, so advanced in years, but until then he never heard from God or even encountered him in such a special way. What 
person of great faith can endure the same. For all those years, probably, Moses had forgotten God too, considering that he had never experienced what his forefathers had experienced with. He had never experienced such intimacy with the Lord, not like those of Abraham and Isaac have. But let us go along and see the transformation of his life because God had a greater plan for him. We see here a big picture of God's plan for him because no matter how ugly and unfavorable his experiences in the past, God had turned them to be good to accomplish his purpose. In this instance, the burning bush was a means used by God to get the attention of Moses. Today, I want to share with you some spiritual insights that will motivate and inspire your journey of faith. First, God calls Moses at a time when he could be the most effective. Moses was called when he was busy tending his flock. This is always true in many biblical illustrations. When, for example, Gideon in the book of Judges was called into service to lead the nation of Israel when he was busy threshing wheat. You can find this in the book of Judges, chapter 6, verse 11. The same with these two brothers, Peter and Andrew. When they were busy casting their nets into the lake, when the Lord called them to become his disciples. Matthew, chapter 4, verses 18 and 19. Also with James and John, when they were busy preparing their nets inside their boat, when they were cold. Matthew, chapter 4, verses 21 and 22. And Paul was called when he was on his way to Damascus, busy arresting and persecuting the Christians. Acts chapter 9, verses 3 to 6. These are some of the abundant illustrations we can mention right now. The emphasis here, however, is that it is always the case that God desires to call those who value industry, those who are faithful in their employment because they can be trusted. He wants to call those who are not idle but responsibly busy with their employment. Now consider the life of Moses. He was only called by God into active service when he was already in his advanced years, 80 years old. Moses was called to action late in his life. But that was God's timing for him. God called him at a time when he could be the most effective. For Moses' age, it was just the right time. Exodus chapter 2 verses 11 to 15. And you can cross-reference with Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 11 which says, God's time is beautiful. It was not an unplanned decision when he was called by God. The Lord has been preparing him for a lifelong preparation. And when he called him into active service, Moses had that burning bush moment. Look at the way how the Lord equipped Moses to be the emissary of the Hebrew nation and lead them to the promised land. 
First, when he was growing up in Pharaoh's household, that gave him the opportunity to learn the ways of the Egyptians. It also gave him easy access to Pharaoh when the time came to deliver the Israelites. And second, when he was tending the flock and found the burning bush. Tending sheep was preparing Moses for the greater task of shepherding or leading the nation of Israel. Like Moses, this is the way the Lord accomplishes His will through us, and most often we're not even aware of it. But pause for a moment and look at your life today, where you are right now. Do you see a timeline where the Lord is preparing you for something? Or maybe you are not pursuing it unaware. Have you thought of your most cherished ambition that you wanted to pursue but you were not able to fulfill, but instead you were led into another direction? Don't be surprised, because like Moses, God has prepared you for a reason. Consider also that God is not a respecter of anyone. Romans chapter 2 verse 11. Look at some of the people in the Bible whom God has called to accomplish His purpose. Look and study their lives before God called them into active service. Not even one of them is worth mentioning. Example, Abraham was a liar. The same with Isaac. He too was a flagrant liar, enriching himself at the expense of his own twin brother Esau. Noah is another example, who is also known as a drunkard. And how about King David, who is called a man after God's own heart? Yet he was not only an adulterer, but also a murderer. Samson is another man known as a great womanizer. And how about the woman of Jericho, named Rahab, who is a well-known prostitute? And Zacchaeus, who is a self-confessed cheater? And how about the Apostle Paul, who was a persecutor and a murderer of the first century Christian church? And finally, Moses in this instance is another unworthy candidate because of the crime of murder he committed. But look, God is looking for someone who is willing to make a change, one who is motivated to make a difference by committing himself by faith to Jesus Christ, his Son. The Bible says in John 3.15, Whoever believes in Jesus Christ should not perish but have eternal life. Are you willing to change your life for the Lord? Look at your life today. God is preparing you for something great in the future. Be sensitive and listen closely to His voice. Pause for a moment and see your situation right now. Perhaps this is your burning bush moment. Second, God employs means to get your attention. Here is a burning bush 
yet it is not burned. There is fire in it, but it is not being consumed. It was a strange occurrence for Moses, and he must investigate it. This burning bush caught his attention. Indeed, when God calls, He gets our attention in a way that we are certain who is calling. Like Moses, in our being so busy every day, sometimes we don't recognize that God is calling us. And because of that, God employs means to call our attention and we have our burning bush moment. He reveals it to us. And that is the only time that we become so sensitive to his call. Consider the life of John Rockefeller, one of the wealthiest men ever live on earth before God revealed to him his burning bush moment. John Rockefeller was the first American billionaire. He was clinically declared that his life will not reach 55 years because of a severe illness. Yet, when he realized that life without God is meaningless, he committed it to him. He became a changeman. His burning bush moment was his terminal illness. He served God for the rest of his life until he was called home at the age of 97. He was indeed blessed with a long and joyous life in the Lord. Another one worth mentioning was a rich Christian businessman whose name is Horatio Spafford, who went bankrupt during the height of the Great Fire in Chicago in 1871. After that, his only son died. Then a series of misfortune came to his family until four of his daughters drowned due to a shipwreck. Those circumstances that almost devastated his life became his burning bush moment. Instead of giving up, he became more faithful in the Lord, and he spent the rest of his life serving Him. He penned one of the most beautiful songs ever written in the annals of Christian hymns that is very popular and is still sang today in many mainland churches. That song is entitled, It Is Well With My Soul. What is your burning bush moment? We can list many of them, but you alone can identify them. You alone can make a difference in your life. Probably the Lord has been calling you up for so long, but you have not noticed Him because you are deaf to the cares and busyness of life. The Bible says that when God calls you to a certain task or ministry, his presence is always there with you. He will be there to guide and direct you. Exodus chapter 3, verses 13 to 15. Indeed, God is unfailing. He has always been and will always be. He surpasses all generations. Probably you have your burning bush moment, but you don't notice it that way. Look around you. And consider your situation and your circumstances. Open your eyes to this reality because it is the way how God is revealing Himself to you. Like those people in the past whom He called out for service, He does not need you to be righteous to be qualified. 
what the Lord wants to see from you is your willingness to change your life and surrender to His authority. The willingness to commit your faith in His Son, Jesus Christ, and make Him your Lord and Savior. The problem with many of the people today is that they believe and recognize Jesus Christ as God's Son, but they don't want Him to be their Lord and Savior. Jesus Christ wants you to be His disciple, as what He did with His apostles when He called them up, saying, Come, follow me. Matthew chapter 4, verse 19. What is your burning bush moment today? Listen to the voice of God and commit your ways to Him. Our life here on earth is just a passing through. In a moment, we don't know what will happen to us. Life is too short. You might own a house and a beautiful car and you live comfortably. There is nothing wrong with that. In fact, you should be commended for your diligence and hard work. But you might see yourself homeless and penniless tomorrow. Life is not a guarantee. Therefore, make the best of your life today by making the right decision now. Listen to His call as He reveals Himself through your situation or your circumstance. May you open your heart to the Lord as He calls you for His purpose. The Lord is talking to you through your burning bush moment. Why don't you listen to Him? Today is a day of your salvation. Give your heart to God as I present to you the Lord Jesus Christ, His Son. He is the only hope of your salvation and there is no other else. Have your faith in God's Son, Jesus Christ. Make Him your Lord and Savior. It is my prayer that you've been blessed today. Listen to this podcast, Gospel in the Air, and be encouraged in your daily walk with Jesus. Gospel in the Air is a podcast ministry of Cornerstone Christian Church, and we are located in Maui, Hawaii, USA. You can also visit our website at www.cornerstonemaui.org. This is your host, Brother Danny Marantan Bango, saying, Keep punching the good fight of faith. Mahalo.